Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey there, welcome to Cut the Crap, culture, race, and American politics. You know, I've always said, when you mix culture, race, and American politics, everything goes to hell in a handbasket, and a big part of the American culture is our Judeo-Christian beliefs. I have a question for you. I want to kind of you to think about this in terms of your job, your full-time job, 40 hours a week. I want you to think about how much of your work life, how it affects your home life, how much it consumes of your time of doing, thinking, etc. And then I want you to think that your children literally spend about 40 hours a week of indoctrination in a classroom. You know that if you're thinking about government schools today, there is no way that you can think you can take your child, your precious child, grandchild to church, right, for one day a week when they literally get 40 hours of indoctrination in our school systems. And of course, you know, they're pushing everything on our kids and they're trying to run literally God out of our schools every way they can. And in fact, everybody knows that Democrats are urging selected, not elected, Joe Biden to remove God from America. You know, the California Democrats and Maryland Democrats have literally, well, pushed Joe Biden to remove God. They did it in a 28-page document proposed by the Secular Democrats of America PAC. They've presented this out. Because they want to literally remove God so they can push America more to a non-religious, secular democracy is kind of their idea. And it has, of course, the backing of the Biden administration. Now, the reason I'm even dealing with this point, I just want you to know that Democrats are waging a war against conservatives and that's why the secular democrats of america say they're advocating for the inclusion there's that key word of non-religious americans mobilizing to protect our secular democracy and they want to protect religious freedom being the religious you know the freedom from having any type of religion they forget that we're a christian country and that's how we're founded They have organizations pushing hard in Florida, Nebraska, Pennsylvania, Texas, and Virginia. And most people forget that it was the Democrats that actually booed God. Yes, they booed God from their Democratic National Convention. Now, you might not remember this because it was... Just about a decade ago that this hit the radar. First, let's listen to what was going on at the time. It was called the Charlotte 714. Politics will surely be the main focus of the Democratic National Convention. There's another group with a higher cause in mind. Charlotte 714 is holding a citywide church service the day before the DNC. David Benham is one of the event's organizers, and he joins me this morning to talk a bit more about it. Good to see you, my friend. How is everything? Uh, we're doing very well. It's very nice to see you. Thanks for having me. It's, I'm glad to have you because this is such an interesting idea. Why this rural or the citywide 
prayer service, if you will, the day before. The Absolutely. Convention. Well, Charlotte 714 gets its name from a verse in Second Chronicles okay. 714 that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, I'll forgive their sin and I'll heal their land. The context of that scripture is in national crisis. Okay. And we believe that we're in a national crisis today morally, financially, all kinds of things that are going on. And the church, unfortunately, at times, we will target the Democrats or we'll target the Republicans. But what we are saying is what God is telling the church is if my people, God's people, will return to Jesus Christ and, and ask God to forgive us of the sins in the church, the sins in our own homes, then he can hear from heaven and heal our land. Now, within the context of this being before the DNC, yeah. a lot of people are going to see this as a partisan effort or a, 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 a political effort. Sure. You say that's not at all the case. No, this is strictly rooted in spiritualism. If, if the Republican National Convention were gathering here, we would do the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. If it was the Olympics, the Democratic National Convention is not a target for the church. It's simply a platform where the eyes of the nation will be on Charlotte, and we want the eyes of the nation to see a broken and humble church returning to Jesus Christ. And it sounds to me like you're really pointing the finger more at the church, the body of believers saying Absolutely. there's more work that we have to do. Absolutely. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once said, the church must be reminded that it is neither the master nor the servant of the state. Rather, it is the conscience of the state. Imagine if your conscience goes dark for a week. Right. Imagine if my conscience went dark for a week. And if the conscience is dark in our nation, we can't expect our nation to make the moral decisions that it needs to make. Uh, and so we are asking the church to once again be the conscience of the nation. The only way to do that is when we return and recalibrate ourselves to Jesus Christ. Now, you're doing so in the context of Christianity. Obviously, yes. there are other faiths here in the country. Absolutely. Is this an exclusive event then? Are you being exclusionary? We are inviting everyone that wants to come. Anybody that wants to come. We've invited delegates. We're inviting everyone that wants to come to these services. Including people of other faiths? Absolutely. Okay. Anyone from any other faith can come to this service. The, the beautiful thing is that we are calling people to come and gather. But what we are going to do is we are going to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ right to the heart of our city. And it will be focused around the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm. What kind of work is still left to be done? Or where do you think the church is really failing now? Well, one of the things that's interesting, Charlotte just surpassed Edinburgh, Scotland for the number of churches per capita in the world. We are number one in the world. We have over 1,300 churches. And it's interesting, in the scripture, the Apostle Paul never addresses churches in a city. He addresses the church of the city. Mm. That's what we're trying to accomplish. So it's very important for us to gather in unity the night before the DNC. And I guess it's also important to point out that the church isn't necessarily the brick and mortar. It is the people. It is the people. All right. Good to talk to you, my friend. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you for having me. Continued success. So, so during the Obama era, this was, a, this was a big deal because what you just listened to was about 10 years ago, a little over 10 years ago. And that Charlotte 714 group, is a group that got together more of a, about 100 countries, 100, excuse me, 100 churches uh, across that region, mobilized to specifically just pray for the Democratic National Convention. And so what they had is they had 9,000 plus people gathered, and they gathered for a time of worship and prayer in advance of the convention. Now, why they did it is because they were worried about that the United States of America, our great Judeo-Christian country, was losing its way, was entering darkness, that the churches were failing. And that's key here, that the churches were failing, the churches were becoming too liberal, and they were not standing up and actually, well, doing what most would expect the church or church leaders or faith leaders to do well as you can imagine when that came up 10 years ago the democratic party went nuts yeah they absolutely went nuts when they heard they were being prayed for when i come back i'm going to talk about what happened in charlotte and how here we are basically 11 years later have we made any headway? Have the churches of the United States of America stepped up? Or have we slipped further back into darkness? Hang tight. I'll be right back right after this. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
Hey guys, do you know I've had the best night's sleep of my life and it was as simple as just changing my pillows. I know that may sound stupid. Look, you've seen Mike Lindell and his wonderful product, My Pillow. I actually just didn't think a pillow could change my life. I finally got my pillows. Now, let me tell you about my sleep habits. Number one, you know, when we do this every 12 hours, we're joining together to do my broadcast every 12 hours. Sleep is so precious to me. And I was very lucky, very lucky to get three to four hours of really good sleep any one night. I used to use nine pillows, and it's because I've broken so much in my body, old battle wounds, broken arms, you name it, sleep was not my friend, and it was ruining my health, tremendously ruining my health. Well, I saw Mike's commercial, didn't know Mike for a long time. I finally broke down and got my pillows. I took those nine pillows, I tossed them out completely. Went to two my pillows. I'm asleep. I'm telling you now, where I used to lay there a couple hours not getting to sleep. I'm asleep now in 15 minutes or sooner. It is a gift. Look, you need to go to mypillow.com forward slash Jovan, J O V A N. You need to do that so you can get my discount. You want to get my discount on everything that Mike sells. Now, I can tell you, living honest to God proof that my sleep has changed. The fact that I can go to sleep in 15 minutes and not lay there literally for two hours has basically gave him, given me almost two hours of sleep back. That is an incredible gift. I sleep more soundly. I sleep all night long. Now, of course, I've gone into other products, right? I now use uh, the bed toppers. I now wear the slippers. Hey, folks, go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You have to put your promo code of Jovan in to get my discount. You get a bigger, better discount. MyPillow.com, your promo code is Jovan. I'm telling you, if you cherish your sleep, you know that feeling when you just can't wait to get to bed and you lay down and you go, oh, man, and it's just the best part of your day and you want to wake up feeling great, I hadn't had that for decades until I decided to switch to my pillow, and I switched everything. Folks, do yourself a favor. Get your beautiful sleep back. Go to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code Jovan. MyPillow.com. Use your promo code Jovan. You're going to find out you want all the things Mike is offering, and you want to help him fight for America, too, and this is how you do it. MyPillow.com. Promo code Jovan. We're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut the crap. Here's Jovan. We're back. We're talking about the, well, that God, God and Jerusalem was, uh, well, booed at the Democratic National Convention. It's interesting, and this booing for God and booing for Jerusalem. In fact, Israel was such a contentious subject. And here we are, because I'm covering this, because we're talking about something that happened 11 years ago. And here we are today, 11 years later, and Israel is in a full all-out war, a talk, uh, attack from all sides. It's absolutely nuts. And our nation seems to not only be turning its back on God, but also our government, our selected ones are turning their backs on Israel. Now, you may not believe it, but if you even go back just that 10 years ago, during the Democratic National Convention that was uh, being held in Charlotte, what Charlotte churches wanted to do is they wanted to be able to give away gift baskets to all of the delegates coming to town, you know, all the delegates come into town and they wanted to be to give away just gift get baskets and gifts and welcome everybody to the city. Well, the DNC platform went nuts. They actually said that the DNC said, look, the church values are opposite. Ready for this? Opposite 
of what the values we have as the Democratic Party platform for women. Yes, they were saying the church values goes against what women, what values they have for women and women's rights. The DNC rejected it. More importantly, they put it up for a vote on the floor. And even in the acknowledgement of God at the National Convention and the acknowledgement of Jerusalem, when it was put to a vote on the Democrat floor, well, the Democratic National Convention booed, booed putting God and Jerusalem on the platform at their convention. Take a listen. I'll do that one more time. All those delegates in favor say aye. All those delegates opposed say no. In the opinion of the chair, two-thirds have voted in the affirmative. The motion is adopted. And the platform has been amended as shown on the screen. Thank you very much. Thank you. Governor Strick. Now you can hear the Democrats booing. Yes, they booed having God and having Jerusalem mentioned there and acknowledged at the Democratic National Convention. Basically, God at the time was being reintroduced to their party's platform. And they weren't going to have anything at it. The voice you heard, Mayor Antonio Villagorosa, right, from Los Angeles, who was running the convention at the time, he asked for three separate voices or votes on the amendment that restored the mention of God in the Democratic National Convention platform. You heard on that third vote, Villagosa ruled that the A's had won by a two-thirds majority. However, everybody there on the platform called it an obvious abuse of power. They said that the delegates objected to the ruling and they booed it. They did not. They did not want it done. See, in a drafting the original platform for the DNC, the Democratic leaders had removed references to God and an acknowledgement that Jerusalem was the capital of Israel. Now think about something as simple as that. The party, the political party in the United States of America, who tries to tell you they're embracing of all, people forget. Here it is, Israel being attacked by people that want to obliterate it from the map. We now have Hamas sympathizers in our government. Folks, this is 11 years ago. And they were moving, were removing not only God, but the simple reference to Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. These people, and yes, it's these people, in updating their previous parties' platforms, previous democratic values, they made a conscious decision to remove God. Democrat leaders realized this was an error and they needed to put God back in the picture. But even though they did it, and you can listen to that vote again, everybody complained about it. Everybody complained that it didn't pass. That's not okay. And many of the delegates opposed the mention of God. Many others were concerned about the mention of Jerusalem as if it's something bad because all they wanted to do is restore the mention of God and restore the name to Jerusalem in their documents as acknowledged as the Israel's capital. That is the Democrat Party of 10 years ago, folks. That is the Obama era Democrat Party. And here we sit today, literally knowing that in our country, Democrats are 
openly working to remove God from schools they have. They've rebased it with another, well, faith, and that's the faith of anarchy, Black Lives Matter, Marxism, the school of thought that transgenderism is okay, ending religious lessons in schools, you know it and I know it, it actually leads to the overall decline in belief systems. And many people believe that when you have a decline in belief systems, you have as equal a decline in morals. Now, there's some that say, well, you can have a decline in beliefs, but not a decline and morals. So I ask you, are we living in a society today that is mirroring, putting out, leading by example of morals? Or have our decline in beliefs let our morals become flexible? And are we now, well, quite possibly the laughing stock of the world? It gets worse. Our government right now laughs at Christians. I'm going to cover that next. Hang tight, folks. Share this. I'll be right back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back. Guys, I want to have a very serious discussion with you about your home, your family, and your finances. You know that uh, our nation is suffering right now with this mail-order maladministration that's been selected, not elected, and put in the White House. It makes our future look bleak financially, especially when you consider 47, yes, $47 trillion has vaporized in our stock market. Additionally, this administration has printed more money in the last two years than the previous hundred years combined. That's a big problem. Now, if you want to play it safe and you want to protect your family, you need to think about your IRA, your 401k, your retirement savings account, okay? This is a big geopolitical deal. You need to check out JovanLovesGold.com. Yes, JovanLovesGold.com, and I do. Now, here's why you need to do it. This is not about you buying gold. Get it straight. This is about you can make a move, just a financial move, a lateral move. You're not liquidating your retirement or anything like that. You're just making your move to switch it from the markets to fixing it in gold. Gold has lasting value. You need to lock it in. If you will reach out to jovanlovesgold.com, that's jovanlovesgold.com. And by the way, there's a $10,000 incentive to do it because if you qualify, you might get $10,000 more added to your account in silver from our partners at Gold Co. You need to check it out. You need to fortify yourself and you need to make sure absolutely you're protected because you don't want to keep on losing money because of this maladministration. Now, that's all for you at jovanlovesgold.com. Please go there, jovanlovesgold.com. Now, I want to tell you about one other. I want to tell you about something that's kind of scary, especially if you're a homeowner. Now, you know in this day and age that you can check for your title online. You can check your ownership online. Hell, uh, even people are having registering online. We know how dangerous registering to vote online is. You can't confirm the papers there. Here's what you need to know. You know, your deed to your home is the only thing that proves you own it. Did you know that crooks can get online, look up your deed, print a simple form of that deed, affix their name to it, submit it, right? Submit it. And then all of a sudden they own your home and then they can flip and sell your home. You've seen all this craziness buying and selling homes online. This can all literally be done, maybe 60, 90 days, you don't even know it, and all of a sudden, somebody 
has stolen the title to your house. They've borrowed against it. Now it's sold property and you're left with it. And this is a hard crime to fix. Look, that's why I want to tell you about HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. You can go to slash Jovan or just put in the promo code Jovan. Register your address right now. No obligation report. It's a home title report. It's $100 value. You get it free. Again, you get your home title report at HomeTitleLock.com forward slash Jovan. Your promo code is Jovan. You want to lock your title, folks. People can do this online right now. When they're stealing our voting records and they're stealing databases and credit card information, they're going to find your home. And you don't know it till it's gone, till it's after the fact, and you've lost your asset. Do yourself a favor, hometitlelock.com forward slash Jovan, promo code Jovan. Get the $100 value free, no obligation home title report. That's it. Titlelock.com forward slash Jovan. Folks, do it now. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling them out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. Welcome back. Let's, for a moment, let's talk about Europe. You know, on the television broadcast of Cut the Crap, I carried a few weeks ago a video clip of... A woman standing outside an abortion clinic praying not praying openly but praying in her head I showed you the police in the UK literally questioning the person asking if she was praying even though she was praying in her head and letting her know that she was in a trespass of a designated safety zone safety not safety and faith safety from faith now today did you know that 60 percent 60 percent of all of the uk might literally be classified now as atheist Now, that's a huge drop. When you think about it, how can you drop your faith and it not have impact on your moral or your ethical views? Do you think you can be faithless and have absolute moral or ethical views? Or does it become swishy? Right? Does it become swishy? You know, right now in the United States, what's going on is tens of millions of secular Americans have stood lockstep arm in arm with Joe Biden and Camilla Harris because they want a government that reflects their values. Now, that's secular Americans. As we stand today, we're still predominantly by far a Judeo-Christian country. But yet, the smaller, the tens of millions, are swaying the hundreds of millions. And that's part of where we're losing our traditional values. And the way we're losing our traditional values is because they're attacking our religious freedoms. Well, it gets even worse. As you know, we were just able to elect a new speaker. And that speaker is a fellow by the name of Mike Johnson. If you have been paying attention, you remember Peppermint Patty, Jen Psaki, who's actually an anti-Christian bigot. She actually has warned that Mike Johnson is a very dangerous leader in the House for the United States of America, 
because he is a Christian. We're now to the point that our news and many of our, well, leading legislators hate Christians merely for being Christians. Take a listen. And it's to talk about this new speaker. First glance, Mike Johnson does seem fine, finish. Conservative, yes, but he once started a civility caucus with a Democrat. And I mean, if nothing else, he wears a suit and has glasses. How threatening can this guy actually be? Well, he gave us all a little clue as to how he would govern in an interview this week. I am a Bible-believing Christian. Someone asked me today in the media, they said, it's curious, people are curious, what does Mike Johnson think about any issue under the sun? I said, well, go pick up a Bible off your shelf and read it. That's, that's my worldview. You heard that right. The Bible doesn't just inform his worldview, it is his worldview. In fact, during his first speech in his new job, Johnson suggested that his election as speaker was an act of God. Talk about a bit of a humble brag there. So what exactly has God apparently called on Mike Johnson to do? Well, his views on policy are essentially what you'd expect from a religious fundamentalist. They're more divisive than they are divine. Now think about that, folks. That is our main stream news. Yeah, he's conservative, but she's upset that he started a civility caucus with a Democrat. Here is a fellow that back in time, one of the things he did was to create the Congressional Civility and Respect Caucus back in 2001. It was something that was, uh, well, looked down on. And it requires a Democrat and one Republican to join as a pair together so that they can act with each other with civility and respect political discourse. Now, you would think that a roundtable of congressional civility and respect would be a good thing. However, Democrats have literally fought that all the way because they believe that something going back to civility way back when, many times trying to work together, that all is fair in, well, evil love and politics. What's wrong with civility? How do you shame someone for starting a civility caucus. Does this make sense? And and what they play at you is his words where he says, I'm a Bible-believing Christian. And he was asked, uh, so what do you think about any issue? And he said, well, pick up your Bible off your shelf and read it. That's my worldview. She went on to say, I'll read it back to you. You heard that right. The Bible doesn't just inform his worldview. It is his worldview. And then they do this mocking, right? Saying that he believed his election as speaker was an act of God. And she kind of called it a bit of a humble brag. She says that this is a religious fundamentalist. Now, I have a question for you. See, our country is a religious fundamentalist founding. Remember, Christian fundamentalism, even though it's kind of whacked a bit, is known as the fundamental Christianity or fundamentalist Christianity, is a movement that just emphasizes biblical literalism, began in the 19th century, well informed and practiced among British Protestants and American Protestants. And they, they did it then as a reaction. Back then, they did it as a ra- reaction to what? Well, they did it as a reaction to theological liberalism and cultural modernism. What were they basically discussing then? 
that if you get away from your core Christian beliefs, many have referred to this as the five fundamentals, and believing in the historical accuracy of the Bible, all events there as recorded, they are saying, and by the way, you just need to know, fundamentalism manifests itself across many various denominations, right? But they believe if you believe that, that you are, in fact, get ready for it, well, a conspiracy theorist, because you're not supposed to take the Bible literally, although day in and day out, we continue to find that we can codify the Bible and its original teachings and writings, and we're finding now more than ever it's true. As I've said before, they tried to say that King Solomon was a was a conspiracy and that King David was a conspiracy, but all that has happened, and this is in modern time, they have proved that King Solomon was real and King David. Can you imagine scholars thinking that there was King Solomon and King David were just in fact false figures of somebody's imagination? Well, this is true. You know, during the Civil War in our country, there was kind of a battle over this. You had northern evangelical leaders who were fighting over Darwinism versus higher biblical criticism. Uh, Southerners, right, they were unified in their opposition to both. You know, they were not going to go the way of Darwinism, and they were not going to, well, criticize the Bible. See, modernists at the time attempted to update Christianity back during the Civil War. Yes, they attempted to update Christianity to match their view of science. I want you to think about that for a moment. They wanted to have, with new scientific discovery, that they should update people's theological view. That was a modernist at the time. These particular modernists at the time, they denied biblical miracles, and they argued that God manifest himself, get this, through the social evolution of society, that if society continues to get more evolved, more embracing, more tolerant, then that is a sign of God. Yep, these tensions rose again after World War I. They were known then as the fundamentalist, modernist split. But here we have somebody who was right there at the top of our White House mocking somebody for their faith. Let me ask you a question. Was that not what they were saying was wrong with America for uh, attacking Muslims for their faith, for their uh, adherence, right, to Muhammad and thinking they're going to get 72 versions? Oh, no, no, that's off limits. But if you can attack a Christian, it's totally fine. See, the godless party we have, and I do believe predominantly the Democratic National Convention has continually proven itself to be a godless, ever-evolving, godless party. That that party is the one forcing the godless nature of what's going on in our schools, in our libraries, in our public, our, uh, public schools, right? In uh, our politics. However... When I come back, I want to discuss when you think about this, when you think about traditionally Hispanic or black families and deep connection to their faith, what do you think is happening inside the Democratic National Party when it is a party that embraces and pushes godlessness? Do you think there's a reawakening occurring? Hang tight. I'll be right back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. 
Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Folks, one of the ways I keep up my hectic schedule and can deal with all the stress of the audits, uh, keep on pushing through legislation, and keep on doing my program for you every 12 hours is I try to pay attention to my nutrition. Now, you know I'm a gardener. If you followed me for a while, you know I love gardening. I try to eat as good as I can. But many times when I'm on the road and I'm having to do the program, I cannot eat great. Most people are just not eating great. We're not eating like our grandparents used to eat, where they'd eat you know, all kinds of fruits and vegetables to stay healthy. We were a lot healthier then. Don't believe me? Go back and Google a photo of a beach, your favorite beach in 1970. Look at the people. We were so much healthier. It's because we didn't have all this synthet synthetic crap just added to our food. So I just want to let you know, one of the ways I'm able to maintain my energy, and I'm telling you, I feel it instantly when I do this, because I just do a scoop, shake it in water, and boom, I'm ready to go. What is it? Well, it's called Field of Greens. You may have heard that name. I am very, very, very picky on this kind of stuff. I don't like regular chelated vitamins, you know, the ones that kind of come in pill form. The reality is, folks, you need to know this, you just poop them out. Our digestive systems are racked. You poop them out. You're not doing any good. There's no difference in your body. You want an instant difference in your body? You have to have your supplements that are in a way that not only are natural, but go right into your system. So think about a powder. This is a powder. It's a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics that go right into your body. You just take a scoop, put it in water. I've done every one of them. Every one of them, they're organic, they're wonderful, in water. I mean, it's a treat. These things taste great. Now, they work fast. I literally, my body tells me I feel it in minutes because I can. I get more energy. Uh, my skin's starting to change too. It's really weird. My skin, my hair, where I was losing some hair is actually, to me, looking a little bit of that it's coming back. And I'm kind of excited what's going to happen when I go get my next physical. So, what I'm doing is I take Field of Greens. It's just a simple powder you put in water. Would you do me a favor and at least go check it out? Just go to fieldofgreens.com. Use your promo code Jovan. You're going to get 15% off your first order just by mentioning me, fieldofgreens.com forward slash Jovan. By the way, if you want them regularly shipped to you, you can. You're going to get another 10% off. This stuff is a miracle in our fast-paced society, especially when we're stressing out like we all are about what's going on. Folks, fillthegreens.com forward slash Jovan and use Jovan as the promo code. Get it done now. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. Welcome back. We're talking about, are we seeing cause and effect of removing God from our government, from our schools, from our society? And the decline of our morals, is this why we have riots in the street? Is this why we have children that are by just massive amounts identifying as transgendered? Is this cause and effect? Have we created this? You know, if we were to look at a cross-section of America at the moment, and you were to look at people that are Republican or lean Republican— that out of 100 people, 82, so 82% of the people that are Republican or lean Republican identify as Christian. If you were to look at people that had no party affiliation, about 65% identify as Christian believers. However, in the Democrat or leaning Democrat party, it's barely 63%. As you can see, Christianity is not high on the curve, but that's what makes me question Democrat stronghold on black American families, 
ethnic American families of all types that have tremendous strong Christian beliefs, but they're holding on to a party that is pushing godlessness on us. In fact, if we were to take a look at the 117th Congress, that's the Congress that was set in January of 2021, we'll call it Biden's Congress, and we were to look at, well, how do people consider themselves? Nine and ten describe themselves as Christian. Here's the breakdown. You got 88.1% of Congress say they're Christian. But if you were to look at U.S. adults, only 65% say that. Here's the numbers as they descend. 55% were Protestant, 12% Baptist, 6% Methodist. 4.9% Anglican or Episcopalian, 4.5% Presbyterian, 4.1% Lutheran, a little over half a point as a Congregationalist, 2.3% as a non-denominational Protestant, a uh, little less than a half percent as Pentecostal, 0.8% as a Restorationist, 0.4% as an Adventist, 0.2% as a Reformed, 0.2% as a pious, 18% were unspecified or other, and then you have 29.8% uh, that identify as Catholic, 1.7% as Mormon, 1.3% as Orthodox Christian, 6.2% Jewish, 0.4% Buddhist, 0.6% Muslim, 0.4% Hindu, 0.6% Unitarian Universalist, and there's another 0.4% uh, that are either unaffiliated or other, and there's a flat 3.4% basically refused to answer. Now that would tell you that if, when we look at the halls of Congress, that our halls of Congress are more Christian than what we're finding across America. But I'm telling you, that's just not true. I think many of our lawmakers are literally reporting a religious affiliation that I think in many times they have no idea what it means. And they have no adherence to any type of biblical principles or morals. It's interesting. And we've lost, by the way, we have lost. We're at one of the lowest levels of faith and belief in faith that we've ever had in the history of the United States. By the way, nearly all non-Christian members of Congress Nearly all non-Christian members of Congress are Democrats. That's right. Only 1%, 1% of those that do not identify as Christian or identify as non-Christian are actually Republicans. These are findings that are put out there by the Pew Research Organization but here's my big question. Do you believe that we are losing when our government that is founded on Judeo-Christian principles walks away from faith and religion? Do you believe that when a nation walks away from faith and religion, religion that our country declines one interesting thing I would point out is the highest uptick since the 1960s the highest single upticks of promotion by Democrats of Christian faith and promotion in campaigns of Christian faith, and promotions in the Democratic National Convention of faith, occurred when? That's right. 
It occurred during the 2020 election, and it shot up through the numbers, the largest ever since the 60s, of relying on a person's faith. Now, I have a question for you. Would you think Joe Biden is a man of faith? Is it inherent to his Catholic faith that he participates in it, that he adheres to a higher moral standard? I submit to you, it's a psychological operation just like anything else, and that's where the Mockingbird media took minorities in America and sold them a bill of goods in electing Joe Biden, which I did not at all believe occurred legally and this is why we have to have discussion of politics and religion at the dinner table and we have to bring up this conversation more because if we lose our faith we will definitely lose our collective country and souls most people are afraid to stand up and speak out but not you You've been learning how to tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program. It's a movement, the right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut Cut the the crap. crap. I know, folks, you're stressing over our mail order maladministration government. We have selected, not elected. I'm encouraging you just try out two things that I'm doing to stay ahead of the, the stress, which feels like it's killing us besides killing our nation. Do yourself a favor. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You're going to change your pillow and sheets anyway and get new ones. Why don't you support an American company, an American cause? If they'll use your promo code Jovan, you're going to get extra special savings because you use the promo code Jovan. I'm telling you. I used to take two hours or more to get to sleep and only sleep for a few hours. Now I'm asleep. I'm telling you, 15 minutes or less, I'm out like a baby. And that's because of MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. Use your promo code Jovan. I guarantee you'll be happy you did. The other part of it is part of having good sleep and keeping up with the stress is to have good nutrition. Do yourself a favor. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use your promo code Jovan there. Think about this. All your vitamins and stuff you need. Full spectrum essential vegetables and fruits. It's vegetables and fruits. That's it. It's powdered. Very finely powdered. One scoop. I mean, you can even eat the stuff. You can sprinkle it on cereal. You can use it in baking. It's your vitamin in powder form. Instead of pooping out the pill form, which does no good for your body, take it in the powder form. One scoop, put it in water, shake it up, boom, boom, 10 minutes, you're done. But I'm telling you, I can feel it immediately when I do it. I can feel my body going, thank you, thank you, thank you. Imagine how well I'm doing with great sleep and great vitamins. It's about the only way I'm keeping up with this horrible stress in my life with the audits and election integrity. Do me a favor, go to fillthegreens.com. Your first order, use your promo code Jovan. You're going to get 15% off. And if you do a regular shipment, you'll get another 10% off. Do it now, folks. Take care of yourself.